Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the America's Got Talent After Buzz After Show Season 13, Episodes 22 through 24 Review. Uh, We are going to take a look at this final week of the show. Uh, We're going to look at some of the best acts, and we've got an amazing special guest here, guys. Can't wait for you to see who's here. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey. Welcome, 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 guys. So good to see you here for this final week. I am your host, the now married at Sean Paul Payton. <laughs> and who do I have to my left here? Let's get start with my co-host. Joseph Shepard right here. And the amazing, the one, the only. Hi, I'm Rebecca Black. All right. Thank you so much for coming in to join us here at the studio. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, it is a pleasure to have you here. Um, you've actually been at our studio before. So I have. It's great. Been a minute, but yeah. I've, been, I've been here. Yeah, yeah. So, um... I just want to start off by saying that um, this season is wrapping up in a phenomenal way. Mm. I mean, I I say that a lot because I'm known as the nice guy on the show. But uh, (laughs) it's just impressive to see how far the acts have come. And um, let's just go ahead and go right into our overall thoughts. Uh, One thing I do want to mention is that uh, Rebecca actually is going to have some, uh, some teasers towards the end of the show. Um, before we get into too much of that, though, your overall thoughts. It was a great episode. That was the best one of the season. Yes. That was pretty, pretty good. And there was some talent. And I don't really think that anybody was amiss. Mm-hmm. There were some people I didn't think should be in it, but it was good. Okay. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I get a little bitchy, so get ready. <laughs> All right. I love it. Okay. I mean, I really enjoyed so many of the acts. I... Um, I've been a fan of America's Got Talent ever since it really first started airing. And mm-hmm. to see the way that they have grown as a TV show and the right. production that they put into those mm-hmm. shows, was it's really cool to see. Yeah, and that's one of the things that we were noticing was just like how amazing the promos were. I mean, half of the promos. Everything, yeah. It, yeah, it was like some of the, the promos were even like a preview into possible shows that we could you know see in the future. Mm-hmm. And even Simon hinted at that a little bit. Um, so let's go ahead and um, get ready to go through the acts one through one. Just before we do that, I do want to go ahead and take a look at um, your uh, one of your most recent vi- music videos uh, for Satellite. It was the song that we just heard uh, that we introed the show with. Um, so let's go ahead and take a little look at that clip right here, just to remind the All folks right. what's going on. Rebecca, this song is like so sensual and so sexual, and I love every bit of it. Really? 
Really? You get like a sensual. I do get it. I get a very sensual vibe from this. Like, I like that though. Thank you so much. That is the first time someone has ever said that. Really? I will take it. Um, It, I mean, there's a lot of layers of that song. But it's it's an emotional one for me. Is it a personal one? Absolutely. All my songs are personal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that one in particular, that's like my baby. Yeah, I liked it just because it kind of just it, 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 it makes you just kind of relax and it just kind of takes your mind out there. It's like it's like some deep connection. I just can't put my finger on it yet, but I, I gotta watch yeah. the music video more and more to just. Yeah, it. I mean that song. If I don't even know how to explain it, I I for so long development uh, was such a huge part of my life. Was like. Right. What am, what am I doing? What kind of music do I want to make? And with that song, it was the first one that the moment it was done, like not even finished, but just in the studio that day, I was like, this is, there we go. Here we go. Let's go. Like, let's get this out immediately. Good. So thank you. I'm so glad you love it. Yeah. And it's cool that you've got a remix to it too. So it's yeah. like, we've got two different versions to just really kind of oh, enjoy yeah. and um, yeah, this is this is amazing. So Thank let's you. go ahead and get into our first act of the night, uh, Brian King Joseph. Mm-hmm. Okay, man, this is one of my favorite acts. It's been one of my favorite acts the whole season, just because of you know the, his condition that he's had to deal with, and uh, the production value was on point. Just some of the things I wrote out, like he he was on his maximum skill level. I love how he threw in the picking at the end, mm-hmm. like he did before. Um, the speed at which he was going into it to to finish, and just his overall attitude makes him a likable guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebecca, let's yeah, go ahead and start no, with you. I mean I completely agree. Just the talent level that he has is just insane, yeah. and. Um, what I love to see is that even there, it looked like it, either there was something with his, with his bow or with his string that broke right. and to see it, there was no stopping him through all of that. He kept going and that stuff happens all of the time. The amount of times that I have fallen and mm. like actually hurt myself and had to get back <laughs> up on there it is not fun <laughs> and it is embarrassing, but yeah. you have to do it and make a good show and give it to your audience. So just dust your I, shoulders off. Just, keep it yeah, rolling. Just keep pretend going. like it never happened or make it look like it was supposed to happen <laughs> and, uh, and keep going. So I was really impressed by him and mm-hmm. his showmanship is incredible. Like yeah. I, I would sit there and listen to him play all day. <laughs> Joseph. Great. Fully agree with Rebecca. I think he is amazing. Like I said before, like they had Lindsay Sterling on years ago, mm-hmm. and I thought that she was good, but she had a lot of squeaky moments. I said this last time. When a violinist and I don't hear the squeak in it, like I'm in love. Yeah. Like like it, it's it's great what he does. Like it's literally not playing over a song either. Like it can be a backing track, and I don't know what that backing track is until, you know, three fourths way through the song. I'm like, oh, okay, this is what it is. But right. like, he's it's beautifully done. Like yeah. he's amazing. Yeah, and I, I think that has to do with his his originality and him taking his own spin mm-hmm. on it too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Right after Brian King Joseph, we had Daniel Emmett. Um, <laughs> I wrote the, the glitter jacket was the first thing I wrote there because <laughs> I'm such a vision. I, like I like I see things and I'm just like, whoa, that's that's pretty. That's cool. And Simon didn't like it at all, which oh, was wow. interesting. He wears the same thing every day. What does he have to say? <laughs> That's true. It's a t-shirt. I loved that jacket. I love anything <laughs> sparkly, shiny, crazy out there. And to me, it was actually pretty toned down. But yeah. I loved it. Right. It was just me. And your thoughts on the jacket, Joseph? I mean, I would wear that. I mean, <laughs> what? 
But um, yeah, yeah, I would wear the jacket. Um, overall, his performance though, right. I feel like he has been saved too many times, mm. and I feel like it was a good performance. I mean, I think the thing is, is that you kind of when you start watching these shows, you know what America wants, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. you know deep down America's not going to vote him to win. Right, it's I just agree. like a thing. It's like you have talent, and it's a great showcase, but like America's not going to vote you to win. So then it's like mm. uh, it's Susan, tough. yeah. Susan Boyle, what, was she in she America was, or in the, she's in the UK? In the UK, Britain's Got Talent. Okay, so perhaps Daniel could do better in the UK's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent or something. What but, do you think? I could see it. I think that people, yeah, mm-hmm. potentially. I think that you know, overseas is different mm-hmm. music genre. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I did really like that he took a song that was familiar to mm-hmm. all of us, like Ed Sheeran's song "Perfect." Is mm-hmm. what he did, and I. That I really like because I, as a vocalist, I have huge respect for opera, but it's not everything that I listen to on the daily. But right. to have a song that I know be done in that classical, beautifully mm-hmm. technical way, mm-hmm. that I can really appreciate. So I I really, I think it was a smart choice for him mm-hmm. to do that song, to give him a better shot. I mean, yeah. anyone could take it. Anyone could take it. Right. But I, I, I really did like him and I... I do know what you mean of you you can see one thing that um I always think about watching these shows is like drama is such a huge element of it. It's like one hundred percent yeah in some of these acts, like your heart is literally like racing while you're watching them, and that's what I'm going to remember mm-hmm. and so that's something that Daniel doesn't have mm. um but he has a lot of other really amazing qualities. Yeah, like I can I can barely even remember his his backstory. Like, like you said, there wasn't something that really stood out to make me connect as much with him emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys think about the final, the little move he did at the end there, where he uh, uh, he was singing to the audience to uh, basically you know keep him? Oh going. yeah yeah yeah. Good move, bad move, strategic. What do you think? I think everything's a strategy in America's Got Talent. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. I said last week. Uh huh. Yeah, I. I mean, I, I think everything is a strategy. It's also I know from being in a similar position, mm-hmm. it is nerve wracking, and sometimes you might do something that you're like, "This is going to be great," and then mm-hmm. you do it, and it's like, hmm, I don't right. know if that's yeah. how I wanted it, or <laughs> I don't know why I just said that thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, whether he planned for it to happen or not you know i i i can at least i can get it from that perspective for sure right um and and for the those of you that, that haven't been staying up on the game here um rebecca actually was on the four uh very recently mm-hmm. um for our engineers if you could bring up a little bit of that uh just in the background while we're talking about this and um uh so so you firsthand would know um what it's like to, to to have your own career going and then you go on to one of these shows to see if that can add to your career or or uh whatever you can possibly do and yeah i i can only imagine being on there um it, with those judges sitting right in front of you knowing that that's coming right afterwards that's <laughs> got to put a whole another element on your performance oh yeah and you know you get to see the show go down as it's all happening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're watching these incredible, incredible performers up there. And it is it is definitely not only a physically draining experience, mm-hmm. but emotionally. Because even though, you know, I was lucky in my environment, there was no competitiveness or nastiness really that I, like, every... Um, oh my god, I'm blanking on the word. Contestant was really sweet to each other. Like, yeah. I, I walked away with really close friends, but... 
you're playing this mental mind game with yourself of like, oh my God, am I good enough for these judges, for Mm -hmm. America, for whoever it is? And that's never a fun feeling to have, you know, but you are putting yourself in that position. You're Mm -hmm. putting yourself in that competition. Um, so it is, it's a little, it's a little bit of a mind game, but, um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. What's interesting to me too now is that, um, like as we were progressing through the show, um, our, our next two people that we'll review are Vicky and Glennis, but, um, we were talking about in past episodes, how, um, all of these contestants are starting at very different levels. Like some of them, they've never mm-hmm. had a big shot. Mm-hmm. Some of them have had great careers in other countries. And um, these these competition shows are where everybody's just standing on a common ground, no matter yeah. how mm-hmm. much success you've had before or after. Right. Uh, excuse me, before. So. <laughs> <laughs> or after. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so let's with that, let's go ahead and move on to Vicky Barbalak. She was mm-hmm. one of our guests you know, on the show. Vicky, if you're watching... Uh, we love you, and uh, we're, we're so glad that you came into our show as well. Um, I loved the uh, promo for this. This the promo was great. Yeah, yes. amazing. Yeah, this is what where I was talking about. We had a picture into the window of what a sitcom would actually be like with her. I really 100% believe this is going to be what's next for her right after the show's end. When whether she wins the competition or not, she's going to end up on TV in a sitcom. I think she's so funny. I think the thing about her is that I didn't think that her jokes landed tonight. I think the thing mm-hmm. is that it's very, very hard, as we've talked to before, when you're a comedian, you're, you are you can't appease to everybody. You can't appeal to right. everybody out there because everybody has a different sense of humor. Some like it, you know, dry. Some like it, I mean, that sounds very sexual. Sorry. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's like a thing, you know. You, you just you made don't, me giggle. You, <laughs> you don't know what's going to hit and what's going to miss. And two, since this is such a short set, one thing that I didn't like, which other people may like, is she had a lot of jokes that didn't make a story. Oh. That was exactly what I was thinking. And so, exactly yeah. what I was thinking. And so it was like, if everything mixed into one and it molded into one like melting pot, it would have made sense, like she did last week. Uh-huh. But this time it was too many ones. They were funny jokes, but all together it didn't make one full story. Right. It just didn't make too too much sense. Yeah. Um, huh. And I felt like it was one of those things. There was one joke that she made where all of a sudden the next one I was like, wait, what? We're done with the joke? Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, that's over. Completely different subject now. And I can appreciate a comedian going up on the show mm-hmm. because of how subjective it is. You know, you can't say like, ooh, that was a pitchy joke. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or you fit, like, you, you just either land it or you don't. And even if you do land it to one person, the other person may not relate to it. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, I, I wasn't absolutely blown away by her on stage mm-hmm. tonight, um, but I will say I agree. And I was laughing during that promo, mm-hmm. and it was really cool to see the show set someone up like mm-hmm. that. And yeah, and that's because to me, like as a viewer, that's what I like to see is follow these people's stories exactly. after they go off the show and see, like, okay, so what did happen? I don't want these people to just disappear into the abyss. Right. Because no that has yeah. happened a lot. I just invested so much time of my life into knowing these people, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely root for her. But I want to see what's next. With what you just said, uh, I, I want to comment on that. Uh, that has happened a lot to many of the performers on these talent shows to where I almost thought it was like a curse at a certain point. 
you would see all these people on these talent shows. You would think that they were all going to go to do something afterwards, especially mm-hmm. the finalists. And most of the time, you didn't even hear from the winner after the show was over. Mm-hmm. So This is the thing. Mm-hmm. America wants now. Yeah. America doesn't want in three months. It's right. just not going to happen. Uh-huh. One thing that American Idol did at the first is that when you remember when Kelly Clarkson won, I remember that she had... A moment like this, and that was an original song that she mm, that they yeah. wrote, and each of it was Justin Guarini and Kelly Clarkson. They each had an original song. America voted, and then that song literally went to the stores the next day. Dang. Like so, you could purchase that within a day or two, and that's what helped her build it up. Uh-huh. If you have somebody on American Idol or whatever the show is, and they perform a song, and then it's a cover of a song, they don't have an original, and the original doesn't come out until three, four months, everybody mm-hmm. forgets who you are. Yeah, and our attention spans are so short now. Like, yeah. like it's. Right. I heard an interesting fact, and I can't remember where this was. I must not have been paying attention. But um, apparently our attention spans are shorter. I think it was Maria's podcast, actually. It's gotten to the point to where it's shorter than a goldfish's attention now. Wow. Like, it used to be, I think it used to be 12 seconds, um, like, years ago, and now it's down to, like, seven seconds and the goldfish is is eight or nine so it's just it's terrible that uh perhaps these these phones and all the technology are making our 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 attention spans go shorter and shorter and that adds to your point Mm -hmm. where america does want it now and we're we have an oversaturation effect too going on right now where everybody i feel like everybody wants to be an artist now but it's also a thing too and i'm pretty sure you can speak to this as well it's like if you put out a single on itunes or if you put out a a music video you're not going to get radio play like right away you don't get Mm -hmm. the radio play there's all of these back behind the scenes radio play you know Mm -hmm. how are they going to play this person or like you know oh okay there's this i mean there's There's a lot of setup into everything that goes on. Mm -hmm. I mean, the timelines that, um, I mean, I I can especially speak to this on the music side Mm -hmm. of like the timelines of a song being built or being produced or, and then, you know, once you're lining up for distribution and Mm -hmm. getting it out, it is a lot of work Mm -hmm. and it is a lot of prep. (laughs) Yeah. We know that ladies, (laughs) (laughs) we're doing it right now. Um, but, um. I mean, that is, that's the thing. It it is a shame that, you know, our attention spans are so short nowadays and that is the reality of it, but it is where it is. And Mm -hmm. so I, I think, you know, like if I can give a piece of advice to anyone watching this who is an artist or is a performer is willing to, you know, do something in this vein, anyone who's been on one of these shows, like when you're on it, it is so important to think about your social media mm-hmm. and your brand and just like talking to these people as much as you can real time because that's what you can do is you can start to like make these relationships with people Absolutely. you know and and build that sort of a you know a, a fan base or a following or whatever it is people that will back you and then you know like I am just mesmerized by how Javaya has done it you mm-hmm. know from before are you guys familiar with yeah. Javaya um, she has really nailed it to the point where she just put out her first single about a month ago and a second single to follow, and people are still excited. That's you know? good. So I I hope to see her continue to build that up, you know? Yeah, I think that that's so important, what you said, with uh, connecting with our audiences. And uh, on that note, I do want to mention to our audiences, uh, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows from near, for nearly all your favorite TV shows, from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There's no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. 
We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be, because they're optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel, and check out our after our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments, and we'll thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us uh, for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Um, also, Joseph is keeping an eye on uh, our page right now. So if you guys are asking any Write questions, comments, ask questions. Yes. Say you love me because I'm pretty. Ex- Do it exactly. <laughs> Joseph will uh, bring those questions right up for us. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and move on to uh, Glennis Grace. And like I said, Joseph, feel free to interrupt anytime oh, you see oh, anything. I'm, relevant. yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna let y'all talk about Glennis because I have something I need to say about Glennis Ooh, when we get done. So y'all, can get, y'all just go. Go. Joseph's let's go. Ready. Interesting. Ready. Okay. This is gonna be fun. Um, do you want to start? <laughs> yeah, sure. All I right. mean, I think Glennis has an amazing voice. An amazing mm-hmm. voice. Truly, she gives me Leona Lewis vibes. Mm. Anyone else? But even a better voice. The only thing um, is that I wish she would have moved. And Uh, I don't mean like dance across the stage, mm -hmm. but I kept wanting something. Like she was giving this incredible vocal performance, but I wanted something there to connect with her, Mm -hmm. to feel like it. Because that's one of my favorite things to do is to to dance. And I want to move (laughs) with someone. And even if that just means like a little bit of this, I would have liked a little bit more. Um... Because there was something about it that just felt a little bit dated. Hmm. Um, and I, see. I am so sorry if I'm offending anyone who is a fan of her. <laughs> I am a fan of her. I just, that is what I felt watching it. Well, that's that, that's okay. We, we've definitely, I think every one of us has offended people on, in the comments. So <laughs> I don't well. know if you have yet. <laughs> I've probably gotten something wrong. No. I, and, <laughs> Pretty sure that I'm the only one who ever got jailed at. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I, I will say that uh, Glennis, um, they really did good with introing her on the. Um, uh, I'm just trying. I'm trying to. I'm sh- scratching too hard for that. Um, what I want to say is that her outfit. <laughs> one thing that I noticed when she was performing was her outfit kind of went with the 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 background. Um, and it almost kind of popped like like she was just exploding into our presence with her vocal power and just her presence in general. So I, I feel like when I was watching, I, I was super into it. But Joseph, I'm really waiting to see what you got here for us. One, the outfit looked like it came from TJ Maxx and the clearance. No! Two, no! she was set up. <laughs> Just like Leona Lewis was set up. Leona Lewis had this exact same song. It's funny that you said that. Um, I would like to play with vocals. Oh, Leona Lewis singing this exact Shut same song up. on the X Factor stage. No way! Shut up. What the? Yikes! That is crazy. Dude, you just blew my mind right there. I don't this know is exactly think. what I thought of. Whoa. I was like. Conspiracy theorist, let's go! Oh, God. I thought That's crazy. Simon Cowell gave her this song on purpose, and he does this a lot. If you pay attention, if he has somebody in the X Factor and they end up winning or they have a popular song, he will give that same song to somebody else on the, on the American version of the TV show. 
he does it quite a bit. I don't know if it's him or if it's the producers or what it is or how they help choose. But I do think it's interesting that she started off with Whitney Houston for that audition. Yeah. And now she's somewhere totally different. Dude, this, th- wow. it's a setup. <laughs> um, well, and see, I would just on that like to say mm-hmm. that th- I get that, you know, like doing these shows, you want these people to succeed. You find someone mm-hmm. that you're like, they're going to win and that's it. This is a formula. It's obviously worked before and maybe it will technically work. Maybe she will win the show. Yeah. But I think that people see right through that. Nowadays, I think you're right. I think that they're getting smarter. Like Especially when it comes to musical artists. And, mm-hmm. and watching this show, that was one thing. Like The moments that really grabbed me and made me root for them mm-hmm. was when I really felt like there was a bit of genuinity yeah. coming through. Mm-hmm. And in a bit of, you know, whether that meant it was a little raw or rough or even someone messing up, mm-hmm. I would prefer that over someone trying so hard to look and be perfect all of the time. So if you look at the artists that are becoming big nowadays, like Billie Eilish is an amazing example of just like five years ago, someone would have been like, what is going on here? But Mm -hmm. it is amazing. And it is amazing because it is just who she is. And that's why people love her. So if anyone at America's Got Talent or any of these shows is watching, I think that is so important to keep in mind. You have to let these people find their individuality, yeah, right. you know, or else like true. we will get bored of watching the same show over and over again. Yeah. It's true. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess, wow. Just with everything that, that that's just kind of hit me now, with especially <laughs> that, I know that was, you came with the facts, you came with the tea, the receipts, the tea was spilled. everything spilled, drenched, drenched. everywhere. <laughs> I, I'm just going to let America decide on that one. Um, I, I think she's, Great, that's wow. I don't know what to think. Let's move on to uh, Zerkarel. Um, oh man, I see. I, I think that America's going to choose either Glennis Grace or Zerkarel. I, I just want to get that right out there right now. I know predictions is coming later, but those two, like, still, even after the fact of seeing what Leona Lewis did, uh, and, and that Glennis Grace had that same formula given to her, um, you know, I, I guess I just see it as Simon kind of guiding America as they are the judges and the producers on what they really think is the the, the winning deal here. And um, I guess there's really no shame in it, but it, it still it was that was super surprising. <laughs> yeah, that is really that crazy. was the moment of the show tonight. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I wonder Eleanor, if people are going to pick up on that tomorrow. Well, that's what I wonder too. Like, I I wonder if it is going to become Dude, a thing. Not enough people are going to. Yo, know what everybody, gonna... you got to share this show so you can catch <laughs> oh this stuff real quick. <laughs> um, but speaking of Zuguru, Eleanor in the comment section is saying Zuguru for the win. Um, I think one thing that they do that we do not give them credit for is whoever does their music should be given money as well like mm. you forget about that stuff but yeah. like you can't find a damn backing track that's like a royalty free music track that oh is like God. the lion king i mean right. it's not gonna work they they do yeah. the music captivates you it pulls you in mm-hmm. and then seeing their performance and the costumes brings everything else to life but mm-hmm. like i think the music pulls me in every mm-hmm. single time yeah they're incredible i mean it, it just i feel like there's nothing else to say there's, they're like, just a show they are meant to have a show it is 
insane. I was more brought in by the story this time, too, because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, I'm just caught by the, the dancing and the flipping and, and tossing everybody around. But this time, the story had me drawn in even further. So they really did. Every single time they performed on this show, it mm-hmm. was better and better every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are an act that I can say without a doubt did that. That's so, so hard. Like, thinking about turning a week turnaround and turn out, mm-hmm. like, something like that. That's mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The hours that are being put in there for everyone... Just choreographing so mm-hmm. many people alone mm-hmm. is crazy. And then, like you've said before, to have bigger groups to where it's harder to keep things together. Yeah. The fact that their group is that large and they do look together. Oh, yeah. Insane. Insane. Oh, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move on to another one of our guests that was on the show, Samuel J. Conroe. Um this dude, I love him so much. He, so funny. Yeah. So he, funny. He did great tonight. I, I think that he did a good job of making... How, how did you feel about the cohesiveness of It was of one his story. Story. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I loved it. I was laughing all of the way, and I felt good watching it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think self-deprecating humor is super popular nowadays, mm-hmm. which, I mean, hey, everyone loves to be that. It's very important to have <laughs> a little bit of that in your life, I think. But yeah. it goes a little too far, and sometimes I feel like a little bit bad about myself watching comedians. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it can just get... There's a very fine line in between doing that and just being negative. Yeah, true. Um, or, or or mean or anything like that. And what I loved about him is I never once felt that for a second. In yeah. fact, I felt like he was celebrating himself in the best way and not yeah. in a weirdly, you know, bombastic way at all. Right. Um, he was so funny, so warm. I loved that they gave him a bit of an emotional moment before he went on stage, yeah, too. Yeah, that was very good. Oh, because it just shows, like, you know, all him, of course, I know he's been really open with his story, but... Mm-hmm. Everyone has so much to offer, and sometimes I think comedians are just living this, like, super funny, lighthearted life when mm-hmm. that's not it's happening not ever. Yeah. So, I really love him. I would love for him to win, but we'll uh, see. Um, I agree 100%. Um, uh, anything else to add there, Joseph? Or I just think he was very smart and that he kept his stuff about himself. Yeah. Because when we did have him on last week, I did ask... Are you ever afraid that you're going to offend somebody by saying something? Because now that 10 years ago, you could say things like a Jewish joke or something like that. And people Jeez, wouldn't take yeah. offense. And it's... now a lot of people are becoming more aware of their surroundings. So what is funny in comedy now? Mm-hmm. And like, is that funny? But him doing everything relating to himself makes everything funny. And you can't be like, oh my gosh, you talked about somebody with Tourette's. He's like, I've have Tourette's. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, it, it, it was a very, very smart choice. And everything that he did was funny. Like, yeah. I love him. Very good, very good. Let's move on to somebody that did move on the stage quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Courtney Hadwin. Um, I love her energy. I'm just going to say right off the bat, I love her energy that she has. And um, uh, I feel like when I think about the radio and even like the rock stations that I listen to, there's there's no one that I can um, immediately think of that is like her right now. Uh, perhaps in the past we have like you know St- Steven Tyler and, and and some other artists that, that that had that kind of style. James Brown, of course, he was mm-hmm. going crazy on the stage, but no one is like that right now, which is which gives her a good opportunity to step in to our current market. Mm-hmm. Joseph, okay, I'm uh, going to ask you a question because okay. you are a singer. Okay. I've always wondered 
when I hear certain genres that people sing, such as country music or things like country music to me, I can sing right now and I'm singing straight out and, or I can put on twang and I can be like, you know, like a country artist. Is it a put on? Because I feel like when she sang it first, it was like her real voice. And then when she goes into like the screaming and that pitch, it's a different voice. Like is, I, I just always wanted to know, is a country artist's voice really like that? Or is it like, because I can be like... It's a good question. Very good question. Um, and I've heard a few people talk about that, you know, and ask. Because, like, for example, in pop music right now, there's the things some people refer to as, like, the indie voice. Mm-hmm. The indie girl voice. Hmm. Um, and it's when, you know, you have... And not just girls do it. A lot of popular artists right mm-hmm. now... Actually, if you listen to any song by almost any artist you will hear a voice and probably a voice that doesn't sound like their speaking voice. And it has a lot to do with tone. Mm-hmm. And it's a choice that you make. Like, if I sang like this, it wouldn't be very nice to hear. That's how I speak. <laughs> so when I when I sing, you know, I'm choosing vowels that are a little bit more pleasing. And uh-huh. I see what you're saying of, you know, she definitely has this thing that is emphasized, but I think... I I love it because, like you said, there is nothing, nothing else like, it. like mm-hmm. it out there. And she's celebrating an amazing part. That is something that Harry Styles has done, is he has celebrated rock and roll and made it so cool and amazing. And he's made me love music that I never thought I would. So I really love her. I just think she needs time. She's so young. Eleanor says, Courtney is great, but I would not pay Vegas prices to see a singer. Okay. Okay. Right. So you know what? That's a Eleanor good knows. comment. And this time, maybe it's time for some uh, a non-singer to win this year. Because mm-hmm. uh, half of the seasons, a singer has won the show. Which is crazy to me. Because there are so many singing competitions out there that mm-hmm. you would think that choices would be... This would be an outlet for, you know, other acts to win. Yeah. But um, there is something... Around music being a universal language, I guess, and people just really feeling like they can root for a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, when you um, did the four, was yeah. there? Were you weighing other options? Did you ever think like, oh, I would want to do American Idol, or I want to do America's Got Talent? Like, do you think about those things and what you want for your career? Um, so over the uh, over the course of my life as being in this industry, some opportunities have come up, mm-hmm. you know, for other shows. I was just not ready. Um, And the four came together at such a natural time for me. Mm -hmm. Um, It just felt right. I was excited. I was a huge fan of the first season. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, it was the first time that I really felt like I could go on and do it and and own it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, I never really, I mean, then again, when I was younger, (laughs) <laughs> I always thought I would audition for American Idol. I always thought I would audition for something like that. I just didn't get to it, you yeah. know? So um, the four is, it just happened. It's awesome, yeah. though. <laughs> I love DJ Khaled on there. Season two. Oh, my gosh. He is fun. <laughs> he is fun. Um, All right. Let's give another genre a chance, then. Um, Shin Lim, uh, what did you guys think about, wow, this was definitely on another level. From everything that he's done before as well. I almost... I was, we were talking about something very interesting, though. And uh, these... Um, what were the videos called? The, the, the Oh, you know those, like, those videos that are, like, behind the magician's secrets? Right. Yeah. 
It was a show that was on like when I was younger, and now I think they just have them online, mm-hmm. where they take you in like this man in a mask shows you what <laughs> all of these, you know, magicians really do, yeah. and it really like listen. I love magic and I love like spirituality. <laughs> Not that those are the same thing at all. <laughs> <laughs> the same I thing. can look beyond. <laughs> I can look beyond what's in front of me, but. I have just really seen that magic is such an art of illusion. Mm, yeah. Um, which I love and respect. Mm-hmm. And I love magic shows. Tonight, I honestly just, I couldn't get down with it. I love yeah. him. Like, I think he's That charisma, so cool. that hair. Yeah. That oh, yeah. hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but... but- I, I agree to you. And I also, but I want to know, every single time he's come out, he's done a card trick. There hasn't been anything else that he's done magic-wise. So what, he's going to have a show in Vegas and it's going to be one and a half hours of card tricks? <laughs> like, I don't want to see that. He should be at the, uh, what's what's the place on the on the hill over here? The, the uh, magic, magic Castle? Castle? Yeah, like, he'd be great in there. I mean, does that pay? I don't know. <laughs> but like, but like, yeah, I haven't seen anything else besides card tricks. And it's normally yeah. the same thing. So yes, things are a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. But to your point, it's like, all an illusion. Mm-hmm. You have to get over that. And it's not like, you know... The craziest things are happening. True. For I, some reason... Oh, sorry. Go um, ahead. I mean, all I was going to say is like... And I... I Again, like, I am super entertained by magicians and, and magic shows. They're just... With this particular act, all I could think about is like, this is not real. This yeah, I not think it went real. so high over yeah, the top that that's what so happened. it was so dramatic. Yes. Because last... One thing. Because yeah. last week it felt like it was somehow believable, and this 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 week it was so over the top. Something just didn't feel real, like you said, and that's what was was getting to me. And I just couldn't quite pinpoint it until you mm. said that right there. Would you have been interested if he did half of that act, and then the other half he showed how he did it? Yes. Would that have made mm. you more interested than what you saw tonight? Yeah. Yeah. That could be a consideration. That is an interesting show. I feel like. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'd love to. I just, but for me, like, what got me with this particular trick was it wasn't even like I knew. I, I just want to know, like, did someone tell Tyra Banks to say Nine of Hearts or no? Because I feel like that would give me my answer. Yeah, you know? basically. I wish there was a little bit more because he has the ability to do something really amazing. Mm-hmm. I just was like, this is all, it's one thing if there's like one little, you know, trick where I'm like, okay, okay, whatever. But like, this is really cool. It was all centered around nine of hearts. It was everywhere. I felt like I was in some sort of a simulation. (laughs) I'm just going to be real. I like him. Um, It just, like, it just makes me wonder, because there's so many rehearsals that you do for these shows. There's so many things that you, so like. How? How? That just, it just makes sense to me. Well, we've got just a few minutes left, so let's wrap up these last two acts here. Duo Transcend. Great, um, wonderful, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, amazing. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> I, I think that they did well. Um, I, I, I actually felt... I, I, last week was a little bit more exciting, but I think for safety reasons, they wanted to dial it down just a little bit this week, so I totally respect that. think that they're great. Uh, Michael Ketterer. Oh, they put him at the very end, and mm. you were saying that, right? That just, ooh. I think all of us watching that, we were like, yeah. why would you take 
Like you completely stripped down. I like and, and not even like stripped down. It uh-huh. was just stripped down him and a piano and nothing else. After everything we just saw. Yeah, it, especially like after Duo Transcend, which is this yeah. crazy like visual I my heart was pounding during that act and then to watch that I just wasn't I don't know. Yeah. I I just to end your finale like that. It there's something. It was like they were just wrapping a strategy. up. Strategy. Yeah, there is something yes. behind there, and I don't understand it. I also just wasn't honestly a big fan of Simon then going and like saying like I'm going to do this for you. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to. It just felt like it even more so took away from this moment that mm-hmm. like is one of the biggest in this man's life right, right. now. Um. I I don't know. I was I was so like excited and happy after Duo Transcend. I was like, this is great. I love these kinds of shows. And then this happened, and I was just a little bit like dumbfounded. Yeah. Um, but I I mean, still, he gave a great performance. I did actually like that. I could feel a bit of nervousness from mm-hmm. him because I can relate to that, and I hope people watching can relate to that Mm -hmm. you know of like it really shows like these are not all like these seasoned professionals that do this with the drop of a hat like these are big moments and things can happen right um well just uh i'm gonna give each of you five uh, i'm gonna count to five and let's all say who at the same time who we think are are, is going to win this show at the same time one two three zero wow did we all say zero zero yeah, I guess they're the ones. Well, guys, that's our prediction. Win, but um, I think that's it. But let's go ahead. Uh, was R- Rebecca uh, tell tell everybody your fans tell everybody that's watching anything that you would like about your career that's coming up in the future? Anything that they should be on the lookout yeah. for, uh, so that we can go ahead and uh, you know. Yeah. Do a little shout out for yourself. Of course. Hi. Um, well, thanks everyone for listening to the. To the music, that is what I can say. Um, it's been a really exciting summer of, you know, after I did the four, I have shot a few films. Oh, which is nice. exciting. Um, coming out soon, and I have just been writing and been in the studio, and I'm finally to a point where, um, you know, I just played this new song for the first time at a place called Hotel Cafe in LA last week, and I think it's coming out soon. I can tell you the name, maybe. Okay. Shall I? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's a song called Anyway, and nice. I really hope you like it. I hope you love it, actually. And um, until then, to hold you over, listen to what played at the top of this broadcast. It is a remix of my song called Satellite by uh, a guy named Sheer, who is an incredible outstanding thank you well there you have it guys thank you so much for stopping by rebecca um once again guys i just want to let you know that i am your host at sean paul payton you can find me on all the social media at sean paul payton and my co-host matt joseph a shepherd on everything and once again Rebecca Black, Ms. Rebecca Black, pretty much everywhere. And congratulations on getting married! Yes. Yes. Wow! Yeah! Crazy! <laughs> Until next time! Yeah. Bye! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. We're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for 
all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfricaBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.